corner. Werner, absolute pleasure to meet you today. Nice to meet you also. Harvey, absolute pleasure to meet you too today. I think uh, we'll caveat this with apologies for the background noise for people watching. We're at Silverstone, a Mission Motorsport event, which is how we've all ended up meeting today. And it's, we're right by the pit straight, so there's fast cars going by fast and they're like, um, And they are very fast. And they are very fast. We can testify to that because we've both been for a ride. Oh, yeah, we've, oh, well, yeah. Kate and I have just been as well. Kate and I have just been. What, what cars did you go in? I've got to think now. Both Porsches, but the second one was a GT3 and that was brutal. Was that with quick. Nick? Uh, Nick? I can't, I can't remember his name because there was so much noise going on. I it was GT3 amazing. Was unbelievable. It was quick. Uh, Nothing overtook us apart from that mad thing with the big spoiler on the back called a what's it called the, the golf something the golf oh the, the Ferrari no 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 it wasn't the Ferrari yeah. it was just a mad crazy. white thing crazy <laughs> thing with a big spoiler on the back oh, and the guy that was driving me said we're not keeping up with that and yeah. <laughs> off it went fabulous uh, yeah try and get back out again if you can it's raining now though. yeah um, what a great event though it is good it is good um, so Werner who did you serve with wow and where did you surf? Crikey. From the beginning. I joined as a boy soldier at the age of 15. Right. And I joined a thing called the Royal Army Pay Corps that doesn't exist anymore. I've heard about it. Which transmogrified over time into a thing called the Adjutant General's Corps. So I've served, I've been very fortunate, I served through, in the ranks and I was commissioned as well. But I've served with the infantry, um, uh, Royal Green Jackets. Yeah. Served with the Royal Armoured Corps, gunners, engineers, headquarters staff. I've been around a bit. Did a high commission tour as one in Singapore for a few years. What rank would you leave us? Lieutenant Colonel, but don't tell anybody. Oh, you... <laughs> <laughs> don't tell anybody. Good effort, good effort, good effort. Yeah, not well bad, done for not for... rocking up in burgundy leather shoes as well. Well, so yeah, yeah, with a Labrador in tow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, where did you serve? Operations? Must be Belize. Operation, well, four Northern Islands. Yeah. Um, Bosnia. Yeah. Uh, went to the second Gulf War. Um, did a year in Sierra Leone on loan service. And then when I left the army, I foolishly ended up working for a company that went in and out of Afghanistan quite a few times. So, been around. Oh, was that place? Can you, t- can you mention that company? Uh, Weatherhaven, they're called Weatherhaven. Oh, okay, so, I've heard of them. Yeah, 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 cool. Weatherhaven. yeah cool. I had the same, went out to the Middle East when I left. And then came back and was a bloody nightmare. Yeah. Um, this event is brilliant, like you said, because everybody, right? Which I've not heard of, uh, which you've mentioned a little bit about to me. Yeah. And equally amazing is, um, as the organisation which helps veterans, is also you know, to meet Harvey, who at the age of 21 has got his pilot's licence. So, mix and mash it up. Yeah. What is their ability, the veterans' relationship, and how on earth? Harvey become a 20 year old pilot. <laughs> well, snowing, snowing, look at it's snowing. Yeah, yeah, we've got some weather coming in. Snowing. What is a, Aerability is just an amazing organization that's 26 years old now, I think it is. And uh, we ah. basically, in a nutshell, we teach disabled people to fly aircraft. So, disabled people without exception. And uh, my piece in this, that's a real hurricane going oh, out there. My, my piece in this is um, I'm the military engagement officer and yep. activities, and Harvey works with me in order to achieve that. So I look after the wounded, injured and sick servicemen. We try to get them into aeroplanes and if they want to experience it as a one-off, that's fine, we can do that. If they don't want to fly, we've got ground-based activities, they can do that. But if they want to progress and get all the way through to their pilot's license, we can do that. So it's not just military, it's also for anybody, as Harvey can testify, because Harvey yeah. is, uh, well... He's You're got part his pri- of the organisation as well? 
I have, yeah. So it started as a volunteer and then progressed to be a member of staff, which is amazing. What age did you join the organisation? Or volunteer the organisation? I started in 2016, so yeah. I would have been 18 years old, just in um, college, going for a tough time, didn't really know what to do. And after going away and sort of facing some of my fears, I thought, well, why do I learn how to fly? Because there was something I was terrified of, uh, but also something I aspired to. So I really like pilots, I like the way they live, they seem to be, <laughs> pilots seem <laughs> to have it all together. So, um, they do have a good life. Yeah, never gonna get to that stage of having it all together, but I'm gonna do <laughs> a very good go. See how close we can get. When we were talking outside, when we when we first met, and yeah. you were saying when you were saying you said you said there, Harvey, is that um, you you want to face your fears? You had a phobia of flying, so you went and faced your fear, and now you're a bloody pilot. <laughs> yeah. It is a bit weird. And then going up on my own nowadays or taking my dad up, I just sort of look around and think, well, what's happened here? Oh, unbelievable. <laughs> how, long, how long was the training? Uh, so their are quite different because they're very individually led. Right. So we have some people doing training in a few months to get their private pilot license. That's great. Some people who take their time like I did and do it over a couple of years. So that's the route that most people go down around sort of different therapies and other work and like yeah. <laughs> commitments. That mm-hmm. um, all, all focused around rehabilitation and increasing well-being in the people who we serve. Yeah. Yeah, that's very true. My guys, the, the injured military, the military guys that come through, often they have to go back into hospital and get some ongoing treatment for bits and pieces. So they have to break, they have to break their training to go back and get some surgery done, and then they've got to relearn the bits that they've forgotten, you know, after a few months, and then get back into it. So it does take time. But the beauty of our organisation is we're we're used to that. We're used to dealing with people that have got some issues, some challenging issues. So from a, um, a disability perspective. I don't know anything about flying. So, like, you got uh, an amputee, for example, or someone yeah. with a physical ailment, yeah. where you can have specially adapted cars. Yep. Is it the same flying? Or is exactly, it legislation the, exactly the same. So, our, so we, we have hand controls in our aircraft, so if you can't use your legs or you don't have any legs, you can use a hand rudder. So we have adapted aircraft. That's what we do. And if you can't get into an aircraft, we get you in, because we have hoists, so we can hoist them into an aircraft, and then off they go. You should see the smile on these people's faces when they come out. You should. It's Where, amazing. Where are you based? We're based at Blackbush. So that's Blackbush Airport, which is just next door to Camberley in Surrey. Oh, okay. Just off, oh, the, M- right. just off the M3, very near to Minley Manor. Any, yeah. any Royal Engineers out there know where Minley Manor is. Yeah. So of. opposite the road from Minley Manor. Okay, I got you. That's where we're based. Yeah, Camberley's a nice area. So um, do people come to you uh, to, to, to their ability to learn to be a pilot? Um, because they want to go into that as a profession, or because it's a skill they can get because they haven't got any other options, or they've been presented the option by you guys? 
A very range of people. I mean, some people that have that as their ultimate goal, but to become a commercial airline pilot takes a long, long time. So the PPL, private pilot's license, is a first step. Uh, thereafter, there's a whole lot of different exams you need to do. You need to get about a thousand hours of flying before anybody will seriously look at you. You need to get a multi-engine rating. Um, so it's not straightforward. But when you say commercial, you're not about passenger carrying, right? Yeah. But yeah. that's not the only profession you can go into as a pilot, though, can you? No, there's all sorts of stuff you can do. You can, you can, um, you can be an instructor, for example. Okay. And what we're trying to do is trying to generate our own instructors. So, you know, our pilots with disabilities to instruct people with disabilities. How cool will that be? That is amazing. That is amazing. That's where we're going. Yeah. That's what we'd like to do. How, about, how, how many staff you got? Ten. Yeah, but there's, I think there's only three or four are full-time. The rest, like Harvey and I, are all part-time. So we keep our administrative burden financially down to a minimum so we can put the maximum into the training yeah. side of life. Well, I can't believe I've never heard of it, to be perfectly honest. Come and visit. I will come visit, definitely. You're I think very welcome. Coming. Yeah, I can't believe. I will come visit, definitely. Um, let's pull it back to military side of things for a minute. Mm. Um, can you, if you're going to recall military service or maybe out or maybe you left what has been your toughest experience would you say in the military in or out toughest the toughest the toughest time I had in the military I think was in Bosnia the the Bosnian war when it changed over from UN to NATO and um, that was pretty tough having done four Northern Ireland tours at that stage I thought Bosnia was pretty horrific pretty horrendous I've heard that before not nice at all no, so, I've got a friend who was a pilot, um, a heli pilot, working with SF, and yeah. um, he did not do him very well at all. It was not a nice place, no, not very nice at all. No. Um, coming back, so if, so from again, from a service leader's perspective, and knowing what you know now, and, um, and working with people who have had probably the hardest time of leaving, getting injured, disabilities, and mm. all the rest of it, uh, or just transitioning. What would be a, a sing, one single piece of advice you would give someone getting out of the military now? If you can only choose one. Oh, crikey. If you can only choose one. <laughs> the thing is, when you're transitioning as a, as a military man, it's sometimes it's very difficult to move over onto the civilian side of life because we're conditioned, whether we like it or not, we're conditioned through our military service. And it's very difficult to know when somebody's genuinely holding the door open for you. I think what we need to be is a bit more open and trusting in people. Organisations like this and the, the thing that we've had today is a fabulous chance to get uh, to step out and step into something that's, that's not military, it's civvy, but you know, using all your military skills. I think it's very, very difficult. It's difficult sometimes. You often hear people say, I'm not going to talk to you because you don't get it. That's a classic thing that you hear. And they, people say that in, um, when they're looking for jobs. They're saying it, but they present the doctors, for example, and they won't talk to a doctor about issues and nightmares, flashbacks, unless they've got military experience. So I think we have to be a little bit more open and trusting in people on the other side. I agree, yeah. Uh, we're downstairs, and we took, we, um, and James, uh, James gave the brief, and I said a little thing at the end, and, and James said it, James Cameron said it. Mm. Learn, learn to ask for help. Mm. And that means learn to be open. You know, learn that you... you there are people out there that can help you. They don't have to be ex-military. You know, you just got to, you got to permit them. Where else they can't help you? Things like this, and also breakfast clubs. The armed forces breakfast clubs. You've, you've, you, you know. I've not been to one yet. Have you not? You must. No. No. But that's getting people out of the shadows. Yeah. And it doesn't cost you anything apart from the cost of a breakfast once a month. 
and you get together with a bunch of people, bunch of age ranges. The thing is that the youngsters that are leaving, that have only done 10, you know, X number of years, don't consider themselves as veterans. They see the veterans thing as people like me, you know, crinkly old, yeah. you know, done 30 odd years in the military. Yeah. And um, so they need to engage a bit more with the veterans community because they are veterans. Veterans mean something different in America, I think. If you're a veteran, they wear that much more proudly yeah. than we do. There was an interesting conversation around this uh, in Delight the other day with the, when they launched Veterans Work um, uh, by Johnny Ball, as you actually. Um, and it was around terminology. But I think the term here is becoming much more in line with what how the Americans use it. A veteran means someone who served. Yeah. Doesn't necessarily mean someone who's on operations yeah. or in the rest of it. Um, so, in line with that and that advice, Harvey, what would be a piece of a single piece of advice you would give someone who's thinking about coming and training to be a pilot with air ability um, and they're going to embark on it. So what would be the single piece of advice for them if they were going to be successful? I think the bit of advice I would give is just do it. Pick what you would like to go on to do and run with it. But also consider yourself as an individual so we all learn at different paces and want to do things in a different way. So if you are going to do something um, like learning to fly, uh, be the manager of your own, own learning and be, be creative with it. And really take responsibility for it because it's something to get into. It's something to. It's a new focus. So I think that would be my bit of advice. I agree. I agree. Yeah, they say that with. Um, I really say that with like. There's four different ways that you learn, and and one of those ways is uh, through repetition. You know. Write the lines out, re repeatedly reading something, which is the way they teach in schools. Mm -hmm. But that is the least effective way of learning, yeah. or, the, or, or most people don't like to learn that way. Yeah. That's exactly yeah. you, what you say. Yeah. Um, how can people find out more about Airability? Where do they go? Airability.com? That's it. Guessed it. There you With go. it. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> in one. <laughs> Airability.com. Are you on social media? We're yeah. all over yeah. social media. We're on Twitter. We're on. Um, you know all the you know all the platforms better than I do. Instagram, Instagram we're, we're out there. Facebook, yeah, yeah. Okay. even LinkedIn. I think. We are on LinkedIn. Yeah, we are. We've got an interesting yeah. event coming up soon on the fourteenth of March, okay. which is an Aurora flight. So we're going. We've got an aircraft flying out from Gatwick, and we're going to go up and look at the Northern Lights. So that's uh, you can access that through our website as well. Fourteenth of March. Fourteenth of March out of Gatwick. Who's that open to? That event. Anybody. Don't have to be disabled. It's a fundraiser for us, okay. um, but uh, so there it is. So it's going to be a full day's activity. There's going to be some people there that know about stars. Yeah. Also going to be one of the Red Arrows, I think, Perty, the yeah. leader of the Red Arrows is going to be there. Okay. So there's a meal, there's a social event beforehand on an aircraft, fly up north, go look at the Northern Lights. How good is that? That's awesome. I'll put that information in the foot of this. In fact, look at the information now. It's in the bottom of there, plus the website. Variability. <laughs> Gents, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thanks very much. I'll get down a visit. I'll get down oh, a visit. you're very yeah, welcome. Yeah, you're yeah, very cheers. welcome. I look forward to it. Uh,